Hey, welcome back, guys. You're back here with Gator and Junes on Shooting the Shit. It is Thursday, May 28th. Woo! This is episode 6, chapter 6, however you want to put it. Hope you guys are doing well. How you doing, Junes? I'm doing good, man. Um, chapter 6, dude, we've came a long way. Mm, indeed. Uh, some would say not long enough, unfortunately. Yeah. They say that to me all the time. Yeah. <laughs> but we're here. Uh, we've got a couple new followers, so hello to our new followers and... Thank you guys for joining us on Shooting the Shit here with Gator and Junes. Um, so today is the end of May um, and where we're at right now with quarantine updates, dude. Mm-hmm. Well, now I uh, they are having, you know, dine-in restaurants. You can dine in. I think there's only a certain amount of people also. And this is a big one. Yesterday, barbershops just opened up. Okay. Um, so I will say I went on, oh my gosh, was it Monday? I went on Monday to a bar, just a dive bar. And uh, the rule was interesting that you can go in, but you have to wear your mask. Once you sit down and you're at your table, or, or in my case, I was at the bar. Uh, I was there with a friend. You can take off your mask, but they have to charge you for some food items. So they just had small, cheap pizza Mm-hmm. And I'm a cheap guy, so I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah. And uh, just sat there with my Roman Coke and pizza with my friend and had a good old laugh. Good old chuckle. Indeed. That's uh, Yeah, so that's where we're at right now. They, are, they have some stores opening uh, for shopping. They have some dining restaurants. I, I believe the rule of thumb is about 50% right now. Yes. Um, and, of course, you have to continue having social distancing within that space so if you and your friends are sitting down then there needs to be six feet was there six feet apart between you and other people at the bar um yes just because there wasn't that many people there though Mm -hmm. um so it's kind of we were six feet apart but there wasn't that many of us there to begin with though uh i am today thank god uh i'm going to get a haircut today you you look like shit yeah (laughs) Well, I tried going yesterday. On Tuesday, they said that they are okay to open, but they're all closed everywhere I went. And I think a lot of people said that, well, they have to get their things open. They've been shut down for a couple months, you know, and Mm -hmm. have to, you know, sharpen the razors and oil the clippers. Yeah. uh, So I, uh, I actually made a phone appointment with the guy that my friend recommended. Edward Scissorhands? Yes, and uh, I have to tell you, this guy had no personality, mm-hmm. and it, well, he just didn't have a sense of humor, which is always going to be, that's pretty much going to eliminate you in, in the, the tip category, in the mind of Gator <laughs> Clubberling, you know, uh-huh. and so he, it was actually interesting because uh, uh, I texted him and said, hey, I'm a friend of so-and-so's, and he said, okay, I'll see what I can do. And I said, well, are you available today? And he says, I'll see what I can do. Oh, wow. And I was like, okay. And so he texts me, or he texts me, he goes, yeah, I'm full today. And I said, all right, man. I said, no worries. Thank you. And then um, I actually Facebooked this guy. Okay. And I actually have met him before once when a bunch of us went out. And I couldn't, I can't stand this guy. Mm. First of all, he's bald. Right. So, what, what the does fuck he does know? know about hair? Right. You know? right. And so, that uh, he texted me and he says, "I'm single on the weekends." <laughs> and 
I think he made a, a typo, you know, autocorrect or something. And I put, it's okay. I used to be single on the weekends all the time, you yeah. know. I, no, no, I told him, I said, it's okay. I said, I'm sure you'll find a nice girl somewhere, you know. And uh, I used to be single on the weekends also. And he said, I'm actually booked this weekend, yeah. too. And, uh, and then he said, he goes, I'm available. And I said, well, I know you're available. You just said you're single. <laughs> so, and so, but he did, he wasn't getting it. So I was like, yeah. That, and I asked him, I said, uh, what about Saturday morning at, at 10? And he said, yeah, I'll do that. And then today I was able to call up my place because they were there cleaning it. And I said, I could be there at 1.30. They're not letting anybody in, but because they're a lover of um, Gator and Junes mm-hmm. and are shooting the shit podcast, they said I can come in. Nice. So I texted that other son of a bitch and I told him, <laughs> "Fuck off, it ain't gonna Mr. Happen. Clean." Yeah. <laughs> so I was I was just gonna ask you why would you even continue going through all the all of that hassle mm-hmm. when you can go anywhere else, you know? Right. Um, but I think I think that was just a sign of desperation. Like, absolutely, I, I needed someone to cut my nut hairs. <laughs> yeah. ASAP. You know, I was gonna say it's it's getting pretty bushy down there. Yeah. Um, the no. drapes do match the carpet. They do. Uh, I, uh, some might be surprised, uh, I'm a little bit of a fire crotch at times down there, but yeah. no, so I, uh, it's it just, be- <laughs> it's because every place was closed yeah. and it's like, well, they're, they're okay to open, but like, we're not prepared to open. So, and then I went to this place up North a little bit and, um, I basically it was like the 1950s or something, you know, where there was a bunch of old white guys in there you know and uh they didn't, they didn't let the gays in huh? <laughs> i told him i was in an interracial uh, you know um relationship yeah. and they didn't like that right. no um it was just you know they're letting like in two people at a time and it was a long line and just so when i went up everybody said hey, hey lines out here it's like oh i, I didn't know it yeah. just and so you cannot fuck with people in their lines right now no. because the lines to get in most places are a little crazy, like Costco, right? Oh, the God, line to get yeah. into Costco is wrapped around the building. Oh, um, God, yeah. Unless you're an essential worker. Mm. My brother-in-law is a nurse, mm-hmm. and he walks right up to the front of the line, shows his badge, and they let him in. Oh, that's great. I didn't know that. So I've been feeding him my list yeah. <laughs> of things to do. <laughs> I usually uh, get charged like a meatloaf. Like, well, you have to buy me a meatloaf, and it's like... I'll do that. Yeah. I'll I'll pay for a beat loaf for me to not have to worry about going yeah. to Costco, finding parking, and then having to wait in line. I'm a lazy son of a bitch at times. Yeah, that's okay. Um, that's the way you've lived your life. But I whore myself enough to uh, have a little extra cash to splurge on things like that. Right, right. Um, as my father says, he has a working man's PhD because he's he's a laborer, you know. Yeah. And I don't. I'm I'm a bitch. Oh, okay. I know where I stand in life. Um, you know, my father's a very hardworking guy. Works with his hands. Mm-hmm. And someone once told me like. You can work with your hands or, you know, work with your head. And I thought that was funny because I'm an actual whore and I work with both. Um, But what he meant by that was, you know, you can be a laborer. There's no issue with that or, you know, doing something or you can use your intelligence um, and see how far that gets you. And fortunately for me, I have a little a little bit of intelligence. So it's gotten me somewhere. Um, but then again, we're here on a podcast, right, right. <laughs> shooting the shit yeah. together. I mean, I think you're pretty smart. I, I I have a PhD in DUMB, so right. I understand that. 
a BA and BS yeah. as well. <laughs> um, but dude, so so quarantine is here, but then there's shit going on in our nation right now, bro. Yes. Uh, recently, George Floyd, man. Oh, uh, Minneapolis police uh, were arresting him, and, and they were saying that he was resisting arrest. They, they put him on the ground. They pinned him on the ground, handcuffed him. There was four police officers around him. And one of the police officers uh, had his knee on top of the neck of this gentleman. And, you know, the whole time, you know, bystanders are saying, hey, you know, get off of him. And, and George himself is saying, hey, I can't breathe. Like, get off me. You know, like, you know, you know, this hurts and blah, blah, blah. And this officer decided to not move. He stood there. And unfortunately, this gentleman died. Uh, underneath a police officer, man. And this has angered uh, a lot of Americans even further because just not mm-hmm. too long ago, uh, I think it was Ahmad Arbery. Uh, 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 forgive us if we're pronouncing this wrong. Ahmad Arbery. Yeah. Um, you know, it is absolutely just, a, it's so sad and just, just a, a just a disaster but i just don't i saw the video and i just they're heartbreaking bro yeah i i, I don't understand how somebody can do that you know and uh that there was all the cops like i mean why didn't one of the cops like pull off the their cop friend off of this guy so you're going like, back to george floyd right now yeah 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 you're right and uh and actually an, an african-american officer he was in full uniform mm-hmm. in a different state, I believe, and he was posting like, mm-hmm. you know, guys, like if you're in law enforcement, you know, you're you're also a first responder. So yeah. in the midst of you dealing with whatever you have to do, mm-hmm. if someone is saying that they cannot breathe, mm-hmm. where's a sense in your mind to say, oh, maybe I should stop doing what I'm doing and yeah. make sure this individual's okay? Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, the store that they were in front of released the video footage and it did not show uh mr yeah. floyd resisting arrest um so you, yeah you can tell when someone's resisting arrest he yeah. was not doing that um you know it just and it even got me thinking further like if i was just a civilian walking and i saw that like well would you would you step in yeah like i think so just because I would think like, hey, you're gonna kill this guy. Like, I feel like I would have to. And see, but would you though? Because yeah. there was a bunch of other bystanders there. That's, yeah, and that's... they were saying, stop, 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 stop. And there was four officers there. Mm-hmm. So, and, and that's something that someone else pointed out. Mm-hmm. Why didn't someone just go buck the guy off of him? Mm-hmm. And you know what? Take the take the jail time, um, and and maybe mm-hmm. be a hero. But you know, it's it's easier said mm-hmm. than done, right? Yeah, absolutely. It's easier to yeah. say that you're in a situation, but then. I, I was also thinking about that too. Like, okay, well, what if I was there? What if I bucked the cop off? I think in that situation, because you're in a very tense situation, yeah. there's officers there. There's a bunch of bystanders there. It's already creating this big old melting pot of like mm-hmm. confusion and anger and frustration. Yeah. So what if you did go buck that officer off? You may have gotten shot. Oh, you yeah. You could have gotten killed, you know? like That's true, yeah. This day and age, unfortunately, there's way too many repeated cases of officers you know killing and injuring people and unfortunately a lot of that's happening with people of color you know Mm -hmm. and the african-american community and it is it's fucking heart-wrenching man to see these videos i mean you can you can 
imagine is all that you want and you hear stories especially you know back in the day with racism and all that and it's still here man racism mm. is still here oh, full absolutely. in effect and i don't think that this president is helping out with any of that shit without a doubt yeah um and it's it's a lot of enabling shit going on but it's unfortunate that in 2020 we are still dealing with the level of racism yeah. in this nation um and it, I think it's probably always going to be like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish I could say it would be better, but you have people hiding out in the wings. And yeah. until Trump came out and started saying all this bullshit and associating himself with people, then these motherfuckers started coming out of the woods. Yeah. Like I was thinking <clears throat> it, and then he said it, you right. know. And so yeah, you know, and it really did. You know, it, it reminded you of like you know. Like that clannish rally type thing, like you know the the one in Charlottesville, or no, I'm no, I'm saying the the the, the uh, with Mr. Floyd. That, okay, that it's like you know that you guys are just gonna watch this happen. Like oh, we're just watching the hanging. Like you're you're uh, you're murdering this man, you know, and uh, it's no doubt it's murder. You yeah. know that uh, he was a, he was a helpless individual right there, and he couldn't fight back it just it, it really is heartbreaking man and uh I, i've seen video footage i guess the past two two days or two nights mm-hmm. there's been riots happening yeah. in minneapolis and um there's there's things getting set on fire buildings getting set on fire i guess the yeah. national guard is posted mm-hmm. in front of one of the precincts i heard that people are waiting in front of that officer's house mm-hmm. and i guess he tried to order food mm-hmm. uh, like from postmates or uber eats but people said you know who this guy is like he's the guy who killed oh george floyd and, yeah, and they're yeah. oh well fuck him like we're out so um you know what it's 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 the breaking point you know like yeah. how many more of these incidences are gonna keep continue happening, mm-hmm. you know. And for for people of color in the African American community, like they know about this all too well. You yes, know, this is, they they have to face shit like this all the time growing up, and um, you know, it's it's heart it's heart wrenching, man. And it's like I can't I can't say nothing more about it yeah, than yeah. what's already been said. But a, a part of me is like I'm glad that people are rising up together and voicing their their opinions and and i'm i'm trying to be cautious because like right, yeah. they're voicing it together you know to stand against this and mm-hmm. yes i'm so about that and then but then you got the rioting part and the violence part and a part of me is like fuck yeah yeah like do it let's let's cause anarchy but then at the same time like there's a lot of innocent people in the midst of this of course yeah. you know and there are some good officers and there are some mm-hmm. good people out there who just Definitely. want the best for the people and the nation. Mm-hmm. Um, and, they, and they will get affected by, you know, these types of protests and riots happening. So, um, I don't know, man. It's it's tough, man. And uh, my heart goes out to the family, not only to Floyd, but to every other victim mm-hmm. out there. And not just the African-American community, but, you know, <laughs> Mexicans and Asians and everywhere, you know? like. Yeah. Senseless killings are that. They're senseless. And it's fucking horrible for them to continue happening. Yeah. And, you know, and, and another thing, I, I think that um, the people, I mean, the, the people who know, know. But, you know, I, I would say we both are from the hood, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, that, you know, police brutality and, and things of this nature are not something new. In the 80s, uh, God, it was worse. It's just there was no cameras, no mm. phone cameras, and there wasn't as much surveillance, you know. 
But you know what? Like, even though there's body cams out now, where's the body cam footage? Right, right, exactly. That shit is not... Are they turning them on? Like, Mm -hmm. who's mandating that shit? Is that a police officer deciding (laughs) when to turn on and off his camera? Right. Or is that something happening externally, you know? If we're in the new age of digital technology... Luckily, there is more of this, just like that uh, that surveillance video from the guy's um, food restaurant. You know, right. that was that was on him. You know, but nothing's came out from the police officer's side showing like this is the officer's body cam footage. This is what happened. This is when he started resisting arrest. This is when things went bad. Like, there's nothing to back up their story. Right. It's all hearsay. But where's the footage at? Mm. If body cams are supposedly being enforced and being used, you know, it's bullshit. It really is. Um... You used to wear a body cam, didn't you? Yes, but that was for a different profession. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah it was it. a webcam, actually, oh. at the time. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Um, so, guys, uh, usually here on Shooting the Shit, we know we kind of went, you know, serious and dark on you. Um, we usually like to be a little bit more squishy at times. That's just, usually how we are, though. Yeah, just like my pecker. Yeah. Um, and so we wanted to start doing this new segment whenever we do record... Um, our episodes on uh, Thursday, <clears throat> basically, which are random by any chance. Yeah, we, it can come out. It'll come out usually once a week. Uh, but if it happens to be on a Thursday, we want to hit you guys back with a throwback of some throwback, sort. Throwback, bitch. So, basically, for those of you who don't know, um, <clears throat> me, Gator Clubberling, and Junes, uh, we were both born in the eighties. That's right, bitch. Great time to grow up. Um, had some of the best cartoons ever. Um, I, myself, um, I don't know how it was for you, Jones. I was a bit of a trendsetter back then. Really? Um, cause I was a fat kid. Yeah. And, uh, there wasn't many of them in the, the 80s, you know. They're rare. Uh, now it's just like the market's oversaturated with fat kids, you know. Yeah. But uh, Costco didn't help that either. <laughs> yeah. And so, uh, and so, you know, I remember mean, golly. Yeah, I, I, you know, I'm not sure if I ever told you this. Uh, my parents actually used to give me soda in my... Uh, in your bottles? In my bottles, yeah. Well, here we are now. And uh, <laughs> thanks, Mom and Dad. Anyway, uh, so shall we go ahead and get into this, Junes? Yeah, so so obviously Throwback Thursday, 80s. <clears throat> 80s, you know, is known, I, I believe, universally for having the best decade be... Mm. For uh, music and for oh, yeah. movies, dude. I, I really don't think there's a better decade, in my opinion. And I think a lot of other people would agree. But I'm sure at the same time, a lot of people are saying, actually, you're fucking wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> this decade was better. Yeah. But <clears throat> for me, I believe the 80s are definitely the best decade for music and movies. Mm-hmm. Um, and the 90s as well, as far as TV goes right. and music as well. So, you know, we grew up in the 90s. We were born in the 80s, and we didn't really get to, to grow up in the 80s mix. But we definitely uh, can say we are from the 80s. But anyways, yeah. uh, we can still relate to it quite a bit. Absolutely. Say, yeah. Well, we, were, we were alive before cell phones. Yes. Oh, definitely. So uh, we're, we're good there. But um, so recently you, you talked to me about an old school movie. Yes. Never Ending Story. Well, and... I believe what we were talking about was just sad movie scenes. And uh, one of the saddest movie scenes comes from the movie The Never Ending Story. So we thought it'd be a good idea to watch to rewatch this movie just to see what we missed. Now, we'll say that when you told me that, I was like, oh, that's the one with the big fucking dog. 
and you you correct me and said actually it's a luck dragon. <laughs> yes. Um, and so I'm I I, re- I rewatched the movie, and guess what? Mm. He's still a big fucking dog. <laughs> He's a lizard dog, and not a luck dragon. Um, and I, I I'm gonna fight anybody on that. You know, that's not a dragon, man. Uh, but anyways, never ending story. Yeah. So that was the only thing I remember from it. So obviously I needed to go back and rewatch right. the movie. <clears throat> um, what a great movie, man! Great movie, great movie. I feel like they uh, they pulled a Game of Thrones, man, in the beginning. Yeah. So in, in the story, uh, was it Atreyu? Atreyu, yes. Atreyu went, and he, you know, he had his horse along with him named Artak, and they went through one of the places like the Sadness Woods or some shit like the that. Swamps of Sadness, yes. And he's Mike's. Uh, I'm not a professional on this, so I gotta go over to my boy uh, Gator right here. So, in that scene, they were trying to go through, and there's there's thick mud, knee deep, and all yes. that, and they pulled the Game of Thrones by killing off like a beloved character who you didn't know that you loved until he died. Right. Um, but his trusty steed Artak was stuck in the mud, and mm. the story goes that the sadder you are, the more sucked in you get. Yes. And eventually, it swallows you up and kills you. Well, I believe when Bastion is reading the story, he's narrating this part when they're going through the swamps, and he says something to the effect of, it is well known that whoever spends too long in the swamps of sadness will be overcome by it, you know? And so... So beautiful with your yeah, articulation. thank you. Thank you. Uh, I, um, I also articulate my life that way. And so, yeah. Because uh, my home is a swamp of sadness and source. <laughs> <laughs> Some might say you are the swamp of sadness. I feel more like I'm not big turtle that just yeah. pops out of nowhere you know <laughs> um no um anywhom uh, so what was I gonna say that he uh yeah that he's riding this horse and then so Atreyu starts saying that oh Tex let's go and that he said oh that's too difficult you know you're stuck let me help you out yeah and then when he sees him he goes oh Tex you're sinking and that he starts pulling Artex and Artex just won't go that he's just so stuck in there he just lost his will to live to like fight and that Atreyu was telling him that he says oh Tex you have to move you, he says you have to try you have to care you're my friend I love you oh Tex stupid horse you know and he starts getting mad at him and he starts pulling Artex and you know that Artex won't move that horse is a great fucking actor yeah <laughs> Yeah. He did not give a shit in that scene. He conveyed <laughs> sadness. He conveyed every emotion that you wanted, mm-hmm. that they wanted you to feel. Yeah. And the horse fucking dies. Artek dies. And I, I was talking to my friend, and she was saying, she goes, but he died of sadness. And it's like, God, that is heartbreaking, you know, yeah. that uh, just seeing that animal, stuff like that. I actually saw a making of that movie. And I actually saw how they did that scene. Oh, how did they do that? It was interesting that it was um, like a platform underneath him that would roll down kind of like a stage so that, like, you know, okay. comes down. And uh, I guess they had to do with him like hundreds of times because they said that uh, a horse is going to start getting nervous and start moving and all sure. this. So they had to do it enough times that he would trust the process. Okay, all right, no, I'm, I'm going to be fine. They're going to bring me back up type yeah. of thing. And so... And then, plus, that horse was also a great actor. I think he went to Juilliard or something yeah. like that. I know? thought they were tickling his balls. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, that is by far 
one of the saddest movie scenes I personally know of. Um, there was a lot of sexual imagery in that movie, dude. Yes, yes. Um, you know, when I was watching it, I was like, oh, this is interesting. So, the was it the Queen's Tower? Uh, yes, the, the Ivory Tower. The Ivory Tower, uh, you know, where Homeboy came out looking like a kung fu wizard. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that, that reminded me of a vagina, man. <laughs> Of flowy, towery uh, vagina with the lips right there hanging out. It's all smooth and stuff. Yeah, yeah and, and I, it just came to me, you know. Yeah, and I came to it as well. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but um, <laughs> so that was one. And then when when he goes through the trials, and mm-hmm. there's a set of sphinxes. Yes. Um, and they have their nice perky tits there. Nice tits, yeah. But the nice nipples are out popping as well, too. They're, and I was like, wait, isn't this a kid movie? Like They're bulging, yeah. They, yeah, they're prominent. Like, if she was breastfeeding, that'd be like a wide, a wide uh, mouth can type thing. Just I think that's out. why so many men were trying to go through there. Yeah. Just to, <laughs> to get a taste of the tea. Um, but yeah, I was like, wow, this, this is a, a children's movie, I thought. Yeah. You know what's interesting about that, too? <coughs> when they go through there, so many men die. Right. It just shows that chasing tits will kill you eventually. You it, know? it can, and yeah. it will. Yeah. Um, you know, at the end of the movie, mm-hmm. Bastion winds mm-hmm. up being a part of the story. Yes. Um, you know, the, the princess, right? Saying, you know, he knows what to do. Go ahead and quote it. I know. I know you want to quote it. Well, it's the, the childlike empress... Um, that she uh, at the end when Bastion's reading the this, the story and he's having this revelation that are they talking about me and he even says that is it really me you right know? he's tripping out yeah and he goes what you know and I, I remember growing up my brother would always do that what just to mess with us about things but that she just starts you know she's in distress and that she starts kind of Bastion why don't you do what you dream, Bastion? Because well, at that point, the, the 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 nothing nothing is taking over. There's almost nothing left of uh, what is that place called? Fantasia. Fantasia. Sorry, I'm stupid. Uh, Fantasia, and it's crumbling away. And and what they need is Bastion to say to rename the princess. Correct. In order for that nothing to go away. Yes. Um. So. When he uh, finally does it, you know, he grabs his balls and, I'll do it, I'll do my destiny and all that, that he actually screams out a name, but because he's retarded and he's screaming in the opposite direction yeah. and into a storm, we can't hear shit of what he's saying. So that that part tripped me out, and I said, what the fuck? He didn't even say a name. He said, I heard him say Atreyu yeah. after, because he was calling back into the story. Yeah. And I said, this motherfucker did not even say a name. And the whole time, I thought he was going to say the name of his mother, because mm-hmm. he lost his mother in the story. Yeah. Bastion did. And, you know, he referred to her a couple times throughout, so I thought mm-hmm. he was going to rename the princess whatever his mother's name was. Right. But that didn't happen. Um, but you said that he did say something. So I had to go and watch this a couple times. And actually, I, I had to go on Wikipedia at one point because... <clears throat> the trusted source, everyone. Yes. And so, and then uh, I put on captions and he actually yells out Moonchild. Which is not a name of his mother. But what is no. what is the story behind that name? I believe that's what she used to call him. Mm. Uh, not Bastard? <laughs> no, I was gonna say like, uh, like I guess like if you would call, um, you know, 
your little hot fudge sundae type of thing. Yeah. You're the jam in my jelly donut, mm-hmm. you know? I, I mean, I've always been called a piece of shit growing up. Yeah. So that's, that surprised me. Yeah. <clears throat> so he, he yells Moonchild, and that's... But he did it towards the end of when the nothing almost took over, which is why only that fragment of Fantasia was left. Correct. I was also called tank ass as a kid. I just... <laughs> Since we're sharing childhood traumas, I just, you know. So that was your stripper name. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, <clears throat> so, yeah, there was only that fragment of Fantasia left. Now, in that, that fragment, because he, he said it all late, the fragment was left, and the princess told him, the more that you wish, mm-hmm. the better Fantasia will become in the recreation of Fantasia, right? Right. So... You know, the first wish he, he wishes for is to ride on Falcors and go through motherfucking around the world. Yeah. Which is definitely a wish I would also do as well. Of course. However, I was so mad and so confused on why his first wish was not to see his mother again. Is, is that also a talking point? Well, I think that he is a selfish man. <laughs> a bastion the bitch. Yeah, you know who... Uh, it's like, well, you know, I don't think I need her anymore if I got all this. Yeah, I mean, fuck her. Yeah, I, get, I, I can wish for her later. Yeah, you know what I mean? I'm surprised that he, the next scene didn't cut to, like, him getting a lap dance or something, yeah. you know? from Falcor. <laughs> Show him his luck dragon tail. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, or, like, you know, it, it's interesting. Um, and now, as a child, I have to... Don't start accusing me of things here, people. As a child, when I saw the childlike empress, the first time I saw her, I turned to my brother and I said, I want to plow her. <laughs> and I didn't really understand what plow meant. I just heard my dad always say it. Yeah. You know? And so, um, yeah, I thought he was going to become like um, the king type of thing with her, like the emperor. Right. And they were going to rule together type of shit. And uh, I realized they're children, but at the time, I was younger than them when I saw the movie, so... Sure. Um, Maybe you should have been on the writer's table. I, I think I should have been, you know. Um, but overall, I thought it was a great, uh, you know, hero story. Mm-hmm. Um, I think one of the, the cool quotes that I got from that was from Gamar. Oh, yes, yes. When he says, people who are hopeless can be controlled, mm-hmm. and people who do controlling have the power... Um, did I say that right? Uh, I, I believe so, yeah. Um, whoever has the control has the power. Uh, it's, yes, I, I don't remember verbatim. I but thought it was a great quote because um, in in reality, that's true. You know, yeah. people who don't have hope for anything, they kind of look for something mm-hmm. to be profound in their life or for someone to tell them what to do. Um, and those who are in power are looking for people to do that too as well, so... I have to tell you this also, Junes. Um, that scene where Gamora comes out, the, that wolf, that black wolf. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. I remember, like, I was scared. Because oh, I saw it as a kid. I was like, oh, my God. You know, and that, uh, that he starts saying that if you come any closer, I'll tear you to shreds. And he starts explaining that he's the one who's been helping the nothing. Right. And that he says... Uh, I was sent to destroy the only one, though, to kill the only one who could destroy it. And uh, he starts saying that I lost him in the swamps of sadness. And he said, I'm here, bitch, that's yeah, me. Yeah. And uh, that I remember that uh, when he said his name 
was a tree. You yeah. was lightning. When that scene happened, I remember my sister like, <gasps> like grabbing my hand, like squeezing yeah. my hand because she was scared type of thing. I but, had to tell her to stop being a bitch, but you know. But Atreyu was a fucking G. Cause I he loved goes, his response. Well, I'm Atreyu. Yeah. And if you want me, come and get yeah. me. I will say this. I fucking loved how he went out or how he was trying to go out. Man, he went out like a G. Yeah. That he said, if we're about to die anyway, I'd rather die fighting. Yep. Come for me, Gamork. I am Atreyu. And it's like, Oh man, it's just like kill that bitch. Yeah, that like he said, I'd rather die fighting. And it's like you know what? I wish I could be a Treyu. I was gonna say like you would have thought that you would have taken that tar because you're such a pussy ass bitch. <laughs> but it did. I mean, for as much as you love that movie, yeah, um, yeah. I always wanted to be a Treyu as a kid, um, but I'm just a fat guy now, so you know. I think you just wanted a tray of something else. <laughs> But never ending story, man. 80s throwback. I did want to touch on one more thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the last podcast, when we were shooting the shit, mm-hmm. we were talking about Star Wars. Yes. And because it was May the 4th. Yes. <clears throat> and you, a profound and, you know, Star Wars man slash guru, mm-hmm. know it all. You, for someone who knows so much, you fucked up, dude. Oh. You, you said that. <laughs> Number eight was Rise of Skywalker, and number nine was The Last Jedi. And oh for me, I was re- I'm retarded, you yeah. know. Like I'm an, I'm new to this, but I knew in my heart when you were saying that that nine was Rise of Skywalker. But also, I'm like I'm a piece of shit, and yeah. I'm not as involved with Star Wars as you. Yeah. And but you made the fuck up, so I want I want to acknowledge that. Yeah. Um, number eight was the last. Jedi. Okay. And number nine was Rise of Skywalker. Well, I, I apologize. Uh, I also was positive that my second wife was going to be my great love, and I was wrong about that. As well, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, fuck her anyways. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway. All right, guys. That's about all the time we have for today. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, take care. One love. We're out. Woo! Peace out. Woo!